This episode is dedicated to those that had to grow up faster than they should have. People like me or like other people that you know, and maybe you, that had a troubled childhood, that had moments where you and your parents could not connect, could not understand each other. Those of us that had to grow up and become adults sooner than we should have. And, you know, as much as I I love my parents, and I know that you're listening to this, I know that you love your parents. This is not a question of love. This is not a question of bashing our parents for their parental skills or this, you know, the decisions that they had to make. It's not about that, but it's bringing awareness and attention to those of us that suffering that are suffering through things in our adult lives now, because we just were not given the attention required. So we had to go out there and look for it ourselves. Have you ever thought how something doesn't seem to be heavy um, and then it turns out it's super heavy? For example, have you ever thought how a baby is like, oh, it's a baby. It doesn't weigh that much. And then you pick up the baby and it's frightful because, you know, it's a fragile thing. And, you know, you have to hold the head a certain way. And, you know, their little necks are moving up and down. And you're like, oh, my God, this baby, you know, you have to hold it. You have to take care of it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'll carry it. You know, no problem. It doesn't weigh more than, what, 10 pounds. But then the longer you hold the baby, the heavier the baby gets, the longer you hold the baby, you figure out that your arm is falling asleep. The longer you carry that baby, you realize that you have to put it down because you're no longer feeling that weight. It gets heavier and it gets heavier. And it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. Or eventually, if you don't, if you don't put that thing down, in this case, the baby, then it becomes a problem. It becomes a heavy thing, and it becomes a task. Where it used to be something oh so cute, you know, a baby, it's so cute. Then it becomes a hassle. It becomes something that you can no longer carry. You just have to put it down. This is one of those kind of stories. This is one of those kind of episodes where I'm going to tell you how I've dealt with becoming a person I was never raised to be. Becoming the man I needed as a child. And if you are this person, the first thing I want to say to you is congratulations. You made it in life this far. You made it in life without your parents being there for your uh, musical performances. You made it out even though your parents didn't go to your soccer games, your football games, 
your recitals, your band performances, and you didn't let that bother you. Those moments where even when they did show up, all they did was judge. When they showed up, all they did was criticize what you were so proud to show them. Maybe you were the ones that were really artistic and you drew something and they're like, mm, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you figured out why people on TV had to have moments like, oh, honey, I'm so proud of you. Let me put this in the fridge. Oh my God, we need to frame this. Oh my God. And that appreciation that maybe you and I never got that we were desperately needing. We were so, so severely, desperately needing, and it never came around. So you're saying, oh, my God, Tony, are you bashing your parents? That's completely rude. And no, no, I'm not bashing my parents. But it does take a formula for you to learn how to live life when your parents didn't know how to guide you because it's not that their parents didn't try. It's not that the parents didn't love you. It's just that they don't know how, or they didn't know exactly how to perform their love for you. A lot of us didn't grow in our households being told, I love you. A lot of us didn't grow up receiving a hug So now a lot of us are adults and we're seeing our parents being super gentle and super courteous to our our babies that are coming up on our generations. We're like, why didn't I receive that when I was a child? What the hell? And you begin to get angry and you begin to get resentment against your parents because you never told me that you loved me. You never told me that you were proud of me. You never told me how much I meant to you. I had to figure that out on my own. So I go back to this. I want to say congratulations. You've made it this far. Pat yourself in the back and say, dude, I made it on my own. And you should be so proud of that. You should be so proud of that. Of that, that you endured tough, tough situations that nobody knows. And you yourself had to comfort yourself in your bed when you were crying yourself to sleep. Or you had to tell yourself, dude, you're doing a great job. Don't worry about that. Try again tomorrow. Oh, don't worry about that. You know, you're going to be okay. And here's what you don't realize. A lot of our parents failed us out of exhaustion because our parents tried. You cannot deny that. If you're listening, you know, in America, and if you're Hispanic like I am, you know that your parents came to this country because they wanted to give you a better life. But the exhaustion that this country caused, the exhaustion that racism caused, The exhaustion that their parents didn't provide what they didn't provide to you has caused. Think about that for a minute. 
your parents did the best they could, even though it's not enough. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not enough. And it's not sufficient. And it doesn't fulfill the empty space that we carry from now on. And that we're probably going to carry for a long time. But I, I got news for you. This is something that I've realized. Your parents are not in charge of your happiness. And also, you're not in charge of their happiness. I tend to see that a pattern within me anyway that I have to make sure that they're happy. I have to make sure that, you know, they're content. I make extreme sacrifices because, you know, I know that they made extreme sacrifices to me. So then I figure I have to fulfill those to them. Newsflash, my people, you're not responsible for their happiness. And they're not responsible for yours. And that's the thing that kind of sucks, doesn't it? That we have to find those empty spaces and fulfill them with something else. And that's where we go wrong, because sometimes we fulfill them with the wrong things. Sometimes we fulfill them with the wrong crowd. Sometimes we fulfill them with the wrong hobbies, maybe. But you know what that makes you, though? It makes you a cycle breaker in your family. You are now that person that decides to say, it stops here. It stops with me. Yeah, so what? They didn't say that they love me. Because of that, you know what love actually is, maybe. So then share that with your kids. The stuff that they denied you. Give it to somebody else because you know the emptiness that that feels like. The appreciation that people give you. Give it to someone else. The emptiness that that does carry. Trust me, I know more than anybody. And again, I, I, I mentioned this is not bashing my parents. This is just putting a statement out there to let you know. That there's a lot of us that are broken. There's a lot of us that are hurt. But you know what? The cure is within your hands. Your parents may never tell you that they love you the way that you want them to tell you. Your parents may never give you that hug that you've always been wanting. Your parents may never give you allowance. Like how you saw kids on TV getting allowance. And then go back to saying, our parents are exhausted. Our parents are tired and they're confused. And most likely they lost who they knew they were going to become. What happens to you get to this country or when you make sacrifices for your kids? You tend to lose yourself. You tend to lose who you were wanting to become because you sacrificed for them. But then because of that, they stopped giving you what they need. For example, our parents had two jobs, three jobs, and stuff happened to us. I was abused during one of those times where my mom had two jobs and my dad had two jobs or whatever the case was. I was molested and I've talked about this before, so this is not big news. And trying to heal my family, we talk about it and 
my parents, you know, hate themselves for that. But there's nothing that they could have done. They were doing the best that they could. Did that cause me to be heavily angry? Hell yeah. Yeah, it did. It, it caused me to be super anxious now and depressed. And it caused me so much pain. But I have to remember that they're doing the best that they can. Even before. They were doing the best that they can with what they knew Think about your grandparents. Were they good people? Were they teaching them things that were appropriate? Were they saying things to them out of love or out of hate because they were born and they caused them to have a burden in their family now? Yeah. Some of us are born out of an accident. And even though they don't say it, we feel it. But this is where you come in. This is when you decide to say, it stops with me. This is our homework. We need to become those cycle breakers in our family. We're no longer going to accept rejection. We're no longer going to accept denial. We're no longer going to deny love. Because what happens in relationships now that we're older, people try to show us love and we don't know how to take it. And then the wrong people show us love and it turns out it wasn't love. It was manipulation. So, dear listeners, we have homework to do. Unfortunately, we can no longer piggy ride on that excuse anymore. I'm becoming the man that I needed as a child. I'm becoming that person that tells me, Tony, I love you, man. Despite the fact that you mess up, despite the fact that because of things that happened to you, you're never going to be the same. But I'm still here for you, Tony. I love you. Part of what we have to do is forgive our past generations. I remember my grandmother, may she rest in peace. One day I was trying to be playful with her. And I have a habit of popping people's fingers and popping people's like thumbs and stuff. And that is the only time she ever... I guess what I considered a curse word at that time, and that hurt my soul. So whenever she died, um, I didn't have a chance to let that go. I didn't have a chance to release that pain that she had caused. Because even though, yeah, I popped her finger, but those words hurt. You know, as much as I hate... Quoting Bible sometimes, you know, it does say that you have the power on the tongue to curse or to bless. And on that, I do agree. We have the power to heal our previous generations with us becoming the cycle breakers. And I got to tell you, we got to keep going. We're not going to give up. You're not going to give up. I'm not letting you give up. 
And I need you to not let me give up. You know, eventually we get cut and we bleed and bleed. And we're so used to getting hurt and cut that we don't even clean the wounds anymore. You know, I heard a quote that, you know, um, you're going to end up bleeding on people that didn't cut you. So if you're still listening, I encourage you to become the cycle breaker in your family. No longer accept rejection, no longer accept mediocre parentings, if that's a word. Um, do not accept anything that what you deserve. So here's part of what we got to do. You got to start telling yourself, I love you. Start telling yourself, man, I'm proud of you. Start telling yourself, man, you're a badass person. You are. You're amazing. You've gotten this far. You survived a horrible relationship, maybe. You survived people hurting you. In my case, you know, the the church hurt me. And I know you guys are like, oh, my God, again. But it's one of those kind of pains where you just cannot simply let it go. But it's my choice to let it go now. It's my choice to say, Tony, let it go. Time to put that baby down that I was talking about at the beginning. And we need to let it go. Be courageous to change your future generations. Be courageous to allow yourself to start telling people that you love them, even though it feels weird. I I know for a fact, even with my close friendships, it's hard to tell them I love you because I'm just not accustomed to it. But break that. Break that. Start telling your friends, man, you look amazing. Oh, my God, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. I love you. Guys, it's okay to tell your guy friends that you love them, that you appreciate them. But, you know, if you don't believe it, it's because you don't tell that to yourself. So let's change that. So from now on, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Tony, you know, you say your name. I love you. And go back into those moments in your childhood when you'd had nobody and heal. Heal that boy that needed this person. Heal that girl that needed this person. And I encourage you, you and as a matter of fact, I demand you to become the man you needed as a child. I command you to become the woman you needed as a child. And start there. And this is going to be the hardest part. But forgive your mom. Forgive your dad. I have forgiven mine. And forgiving doesn't mean that you're not going to feel those pains. No. Because you're going to get a, you, you know, you've been cut, but you're still going to have scars. Those memories are not going to go away. But it starts by. Realizing 
where they came from, why they taught you the things they taught you. And then you change what they didn't do right. And then you start doing right to yourself first. If you're married to your new spouse and then to your children and then your children's children and your friends and make that choice to change. You have the power within you to do this. I have the power within me to do this. Trust and believe this is the hardest thing I have done to myself. This is the hardest thing that I had to accomplish to tell myself, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to have somebody love you. You deserve to be proud of yourself and to celebrate your accomplishments. Hey, if nobody throws you a birthday party, you throw yourself a damn birthday party. I'm lucky that I had friends that celebrated me and to them, I thank them. Thank you so much. You know who you are. But if you don't have those, it might be because you're rejecting yourself. Don't do that. And please, Start becoming the man you needed as a child. Start becoming the woman you needed as a child. And as I encourage you, you encourage others. And let's move forward together. Because the world ain't going to get any better, trust me. This world is not going to get any better. And you need to be there for yourself first. So start there. We can't change the world if we can't change ourselves. So, so dear listeners, I love you. I'm proud of you. And I thank you. Until the next time. Bye.